Hey fans, welcome to episode 21. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, typically, I might record one of these every once in a while just to um, edit something or give you a preview of a longer episode. I'm doing it today because Mike and I thought we were on episode 20. It's actually episode 21. Um, so we talk a little bit about cycling and some of the stuff that's going on with Fabian Conchalara. Um, and some of the races Mike has had going on around town recently. Talk about uh, some of our restaurant past like we normally do. A couple stories popped up there. Um, talked about the Georgia Dome, NFL, NHL, um, a little bit about uh, Oak Island and what's been going on with that TV show because we both watch it, and then uh, just Thanksgiving in general. Enjoyed today's episode. Again, it's episode 21. Ignore what I say during the uh the normal announcement, and um, look forward for more from us soon. Episode 20 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. We are live here tonight from uh, Reality Bikes, trying out uh, a new configuration with the mic and garage band. Welcome, Mike. Welcome, Mike. Uh, how's, uh, it's been about two weeks since we recorded. Two weeks. I've been... It is planned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was a bit of a break. Um, I've been out of uh, town for uh, work, Orlando. Back here, and we had the Phoenix. team had the cross race last weekend. So you you had your cycle cross. So, uh, while while you brought that up, how did it go? Fantastic, great, <clears throat> great race. Uh, found a great uh, venue that we can. You do moved a lot it this with. year. Yeah, well, I had to. Uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway had actually sold part of the property that was on that my course was on. Oh wow! And then some of the tractor trailers that used to sit on the old property got moved to the, my course. Oh, that's uh, nice. So we moved to uh, Nash Farms Battlefield in McDonough, Georgia. It's only five I thought, it was in Con- I thought you were going to Conyers. Well, we were in Conyers for Collegiate on Saturday. Oh, okay. And then we didn't put a single stake in the ground until 6 a.m. on Sunday morning, and we were set up ready to rock and roll by 9 o'clock. First wow. race at 920. So how, it, how did that event go? It was great. Both events were really good. A little bit different. You know, yeah. Collegiate cycling is a little different than – than what we do with Georgia Cross, but it was great. Uh, the team participation between SCAD Atlanta, uh, Georgia Tech, and the East Point Track Club was fantastic, and I think I think everybody had a great weekend. What is, how does East Point tie in? Me. Well, no, but <laughs> are there collegiate athletes in the, cl- in the club? Or? Well, some of the, you said uh, some of the East event. Point Track Club's members, like David Vargas, right. and... Um, Christian Desenzo yeah. and uh, Nate, Nate Nathaniel Rowe. And those guys originally were collegians that we kind of, they joined the track club. And that's really what kind of started the track club going to more national style races was the, was their commitment to racing. So you can't do the collegiate road seasons, only six weeks. The collegiate mountain bike season is only usually six races. So it's great for those. There's a lot of time when they're doing, 
when they're when they're not necessarily racing collegiately that they should be racing or if you wanted to get better at something the more you participate the better you get at it usually mm-hmm. and so that that's kind of what started the tie-in with what we do and then coach uh namrita kumar is a is a georgia tech graduate who my first year as the georgia tech coach was on the mountain bike team not that i not that not that we had much participation together but we've known each other for a number of years so okay um, you got any events coming up? I know the... No, thank God. Next ab- event isn't until... Next event is until February 25th when we do the coming Tundra time trial. What about... Um, Reality Bikes is, has oh, an event next week, right? Or ride. this week? No. It, next um, week. December... 6th? Eighth, ninth. It's right Saturday? around there. No, it's a Sunday. It's that Sunday in December. It's the underwear ride that we traditionally do. It might be the 10th. Okay. So don't quote me on that. But Hold on, I'm gonna change the mic setting. I just you're not picking up very very high. You're the first person to say I wasn't loud enough. I know it's weird. How about that? Talk now. Hello. Yeah, that's much better. You you weren't like registering really on the. Uh, I wasn't in the green. No. Well, you weren't even. <laughs> Usually you're pegging a little bit, but. Who, me? Yeah. How could that happen? Much better now, so. Okay. Um, We're more even. Okay, so Reality Bikes has the, (laughs) I saw that pop up on Facebook a couple weeks ago. It's like, (laughs) what kind of, what the heck? (laughs) The underwear ride coming up in December. Well, it's not to wear underwear. It's actually. Donating underwear. It's donating um, for youth in the area that don't necessarily have a lot of resources. Um, A lot of times. A lot of times that goes a long way for those folks. Yeah. Uh, so they do a lot of socks and underwear. And most yeah. people just give money um, <clears throat> because that's what they they know more what they need than than anybody else. So, um, you know, if you're a person that doesn't necessarily want to do, do that, wants to donate physically an item, uh, you're welcome to do that. And if you're uh, if you're a person who would rather just cut twenty dollars and help out, uh, it all goes to a great spot. And they um, it. it <clears throat> it's pretty amazing how how much it actually helps, um, and that's always what kind of t- touches me. Because unfortunately for me, when I open up my drawer, I take for granted the fact that I have clean clothes that are always available most times. All right, so that is December eleventh. Thank you. Um, it starts at Dutch Monkey Donuts. No, that would be a Monday. Sunday, December. 11th. Oh, that's last year's. Yes. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Um, man, that was the December tenth, nine a.m. Dutch Monkey Donuts is where we start. So it's the seventh uh, annual. I had six in front of me. Yes, sir. For whatever reason, I was pulling an old event. Yes, sir. Um, I think you can go to the Reality Bikes web, uh, Facebook page and true the. Um, it's been super helpful because the Tri Team has actually been. Uh, Tony Casperi and the Tri Team has actually been coordinating this a lot more. Than, than in the past. What, um, I forgot what I was going to ask. How many miles is it? There's a couple of different options. Um, I believe the longest one, because it's December, usually it's, I believe the longest one is about uh, 60 miles. Yeah. 58 to 60, or 50 mile ride. Um, and then there is a 26 mile ride uh, also. 
So, okay. and then I do the neutral support. I break out the uh, old Odyssey and uh, make sure everybody <laughs> you makes it back. Need to hang out the door and hand out waters. Yes. <laughs> Get the wrench out. Sticky bottle. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be really good at it. Um. Okay. Great. Um. Let's dive in. We've got. Uh. We, we briefly talked before we started. Came up with a, a game plan on some of this stuff. Um. Were there any uh, other cycling stories you wanted to tell other than that? I know we've got a, a, a news story that I sent you. A, I think a you text. wanted to talk about this story. I just think it's funny. It is funny. Because it's been a, a, a rumor in cycling for seven years, six right. years. Just like what we talk about restaurant-wise, a lot of times we don't necessarily publish. Oh, that's something we could talk about. <laughs> the Ale House. Other than oh, you went to Ale I, I, Two nights in a row. Did you, did you say <laughs> hi to Jack and Claire? I'm not in Jupiter. <laughs> um, so it came out. Who was the Gaiman? Was that his name? Phil Gaiman. Phil Gaiman. He's actually he from wrote Alpha. a book. Well, he's from Alpharetta. Oh, is he? He went to the University of Florida and he okay. started racing bicycles down there. And then he traveled the country for a long uh, for a long time. He kind of did the gypsy lifestyle that I lived, uh, but he's a better time trialist and climber than I ever was, and he actually got contracts. He, he He's a different time period. Okay. And then he actually has two years of world tour experience with Garmin slash Cannondale. Gotcha. Um, not necessarily, his years aren't consecutive. There was a year where they didn't have a spot for him, right. and then they picked him up for one more year, and then... He actually, Phil has a, a super cool, it's kind of obnoxious video. It's called the worst retirement ever. And he goes and he tries to get, he tries to get Strava, um, KOMs, uh, from Doper. Yeah. Well, yeah, it yeah, originally yeah. started as Dopers, but em. you can follow Phil and, and most people that are probably listening from my side know Phil. However, for anyone who doesn't know cycling or is on the Buffalo side, uh, Phil Phil's great. He's got some great videos that that kind of talks about what he's doing and how he's living his life and such. And he actually Phil Phil has come down and done our state championships at the Dick Lane Velodrome before. Uh, he's raced here locally. Um, I personally think he's a, a good guy. Uh, however, unfortunately, sometimes <laughs> not everyone likes myself, and so. You know, when you say when you say what you say and you mean what you say, sometimes that doesn't always go go well with people because they just only want to hear what they want to hear. So, so he's kind of in that same boat. Unfortunately for him, saying something and writing something and publishing it are two different things. So, and, and to get some more to the point, um, I believe the story that I sent you was he's got a book coming out. Well, the book is out now. The book is out. It's so, called Draft Animals, I believe. Okay. And it really describes Phil's life as helping others to achieve their success as the, the a domestic as a, lifestyle, as, yes, basically. Exactly. Um, well, for the better part of six, maybe seven years, there has been a rumor going around that, well, many rumors have gone around about people using illegal motors yes. or motors in their bikes. Yes. Um, and one of the more famous ones is Fabian Conchalara doing it. And I want to say it was like the 010 or 011. Tour de Flanders. Tour, yeah, okay. So okay. I was going to say like Liege, yes. Best on Leisure. No. I knew it was like one of those smaller classics or three-day races. or I know Tour Flanders is big. I love Tour Flanders. 
But, but I thought it was one of the smaller you ones. You said smaller. I thought it was one of the smaller you, ones. You said Tour de Flanders was smaller. No, I thought it was one of the smaller, like, one-day classics. Okay. But it was Tour de Flanders. Better publicly apologize or else someone's going to call us and be you upset. You think somebody in Flanders is listening? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the, the lion on the field of azure? <laughs> or no, that's blue. Uh, 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 yellow. yellow. Yellow and black yellow. lion. Um, so this, the, it's been a rumor... No one's been able to confirm it, but he put it in his book and well, said it was a rumor. All right. So I'm going to give you the three the three instances most publicly. Contador crashing on the descent where his bike disappeared off the team car <laughs> before. Okay. Which would explain why Contador would crash on the descent. The other one's going to be Dan Martin at the... Well, the- <laughs> actually, I was going to use Ryder Hezendahl's the video, if you look up Ryder Hezendahl, Motor in Bicycle, um, I believe he was, it wasn't in the Giro, I believe he was in one of the Italian stage races, and the bike is moving very, very oddly afterwards, and then the like other it's, one... It's still moving, even though... The rear wheel is moving, even though that rider is dis, is disengaged from his bicycle. And then the other one is, the most famous one, is Consolara, it looks like he goes for a button on his shifter... And he has a huge number of watts. And for me, I never thought that an electric motor could put out 450 watts when you're going uphill with a 150-pound rider. I just never – I don't know how the electric motors work. I just don't – I imagined them – what I originally imagined was that they turned them on at low power and saved their energy for more – for the for the for, the for when it was important, yeah. and I think I'm not I don't I don't know for sure, but that made sense to me because it's easier for an electric motor to run for an hour at 200 watts than it would be for one to push some a human being uphill at 450 watts. So I my automatic assumption on having motors in would be you would put your team leader in, give him an electric motor. He would save his energy. He would do a bike change halfway through the stage or three quarters of the way through the stage. He'd blow a tire. Blow, yes. <laughs> He'd lose a chain. Yes. <laughs> Something would go wrong with the bike. However, everybody that knows me knows how how against the system EPO yeah. and the synthetic, yep. the human doping is. Yep. I cannot explain my disgust of every any team manager that felt like it was okay because another team put a motor in their bicycle and I was going to put a motor in my athlete's bicycle. Yeah. I just It's not right. There's there's it's, cheating and then there's there's cheating and then there's cheating 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 cheating. Yeah, it's, li- it's lifetime ban cheating. Yes. Never come back. Yeah. Yeah. And and so so I, I never really thought I'd come to a point where where like Lance's EPO would be okay with me versus that. That that was going to be my next question. Which is worse? Lance's Lance's mechanical issue doping or um, me- or the, having or- to have a mechanic, having to have a bicycle with a motor in it, keeping it from everybody else on your team and thinking it, how how do you keep it from everyone on your team though? Well, th- these are large teams and 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 not everybody knows what's going on all the time. You come out of the hotel, you grab your bike, you you do what you you're, you're going to do. But for me personally, I would have zero interest in winning a bicycle race with my with a motor in it, unless that and was it, one of the stipulations. But that goes back to that goes back to the you know I'm not willing to dope. Sure. 
physically either. It's not worth it to me to cost me 20 sure. years of my life to, to maybe win a race. It may be, may be a headline and me and me and, 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 and yes, Lance made a lot of money and, um, Tyler Hamilton made a lot of money and Floyd Landis, uh, Floyd made, Landis a made a lot of money, but you know, money's not Altidore that important. Money's not that important Ulrich to me. Did. I mean, we can go down the is list. Money really, that is that caught. much money really that important? No. Well, to me, I mean, it's not. But I think it's all ego driven, you know, at that point. I think so too. Yeah, I mean, it's those guys have tremendous egos. But w- when you're on the podium and you have both hands up and you had a, a motor in your bike, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, how much, how, how could you possibly feel good about yourself at the end of the day? Okay, so Conchalara did respond. Yes. Which I thought was a, a good response from him. Well, but out of it's all, after the, the fact, out of all his generation, you know, Tom Bonin and Cancellara, I have absolutely the most respect for. From from that early two thousands, because for the most part, those guys, I really believe that those guys clean. were as clean as they could possibly be, and still get the results that they so got. So, do you think he did it? I don't know. It's one of those like you, honestly, you brought up months ago the Dan R- Martin Ryder Ryder Heisendahl and Dan Martin to me seems more apparent than yes. what he did because you know how when you slow down a camera angle at a certain time and then go back to normal you can make anything look dramatic like he did this yes however if someone was in that race I mean Tom Bonin would know more than anyone else whether he had a motor were they on the same team at the, or no they, they were together so they when were right, they left him on that climb but it's not unusual for Cancellara to do that at, he's had at, good days on the mountains he he has good days all, all oh, over yeah he's, all he's over, kind of an all around he's very yes and he's very or was he, an all around and, and he and he has the ability to kind of pick and choose when he's going to be good yes and so it's hard to say. It, I, I, originally, that's why I brought it up. Originally, my thought was they were using it to save energy in the easy part of the races right. because the motor would last longer and it would help them. It would help them more. Yeah. But are you against that? Hell yeah. So you're against the whole thing. There should never be a motor in your bicycle. Just making sure the bicycle is the most beautiful piece of machinery that's ever been assembled. Yes. It's the most efficient way for a human to get anywhere. Yes. <clears throat> you know, you can eat a banana in the morning and you can go ride 200 miles <laughs> and, and just drink water and be okay. And be okay. It, yep. It's, it's that efficient. So you're really, you're really effing with the, with. Well, the sport has little integrity at this point anyway, but this would only true. be, only be worse. However, it's cleaner now than it has been in a long time. I agree with that. However, if if football or soccer wasn't so if FIFA wasn't so strong, I think their part of the issue for cycling has been because the UCI holds so much power and ASO with the Tour de France holds power and the riders hold power and they're so differentiated, divided in in what I think that is actually why the drug use in our sport comes out is because it is more shared yeah. amongst the stakeholders of the sport. And if and I honestly totally believe that FIFA has a huge I think we're going to see soccer players passing out dead 
long before the cycling ones do in soccer, like 50 to 55 years old. So we're about 10 years, like maybe five, five years, eight years away from, from soccer players, football players passing away from the stress of, of the drugs that they took when they were 20 years old. Recreational or enhanced? Well, the same thing happens in cycling. The, the cyclists that tend to cheat, especially with amphetamines or uppers or things that can help them, once they retire from cycling... They keep doing them. And, and we see this from the restaurant business. Yeah. You know, we have friends... That are messed up. That, that you know, it's one thing to... You know, you think... Originally, you and I would look at them and we would be like, oh, they're just trying to get through their Saturday shift. We've been at this for three days together. And, you, and you're like, oh, that's no problem. And then it's like Tuesday night and there's two people in the entire restaurant. And you're like, what are you doing? So I was in Phoenix and I know you didn't work with Chris, Chris Kyle at Ale House. No, I think that's before came, my time. No, he came after you. Oh, it's after my time. Yeah. So I, I, Chris I put I was going to Phoenix. Chris said, hey, come see me. I'm working at this restaurant. So I, I went and saw Chris for like three hours. So we talked about Ryan Bush. <laughs> and what a, what a train wreck he you know he's yes. last time I saw him he's on the straight and narrow yes you know he'd been sober and you for, said that was a couple years ago last time we yeah had. he's sober for five or six years at that point so I would think he's probably up around eight or nine at this point same thing with Ashley his sister and Scott Patton which we yeah well, to, Scott Patton's been sober for 30 years now 30 years that, that yeah, popped up I in the that, last couple of weeks yeah. as well um but yeah I mean just the the amount of people that we worked with at Stool pigeons at Ale House, and I've always just kind of stayed away from that and had kind of a blind eye. Yeah. And just I was too naive to know about what was going on. Um, right. But going back now and seeing some of those people, and just like, Eesh, wow, you know, it's yeah. you know, I was always a uh, I, I could always drink, and I still drink, but <laughs> and you, you were always a drinker. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's, it's just it's, it's a just, gift. Yeah. <laughs> It's a gift that keeps on giving. Um, so <clears throat> while we're talking about restaurants, let's let's briefly talk about Ale House. So they've kind of revamped the whole thing. They redesigned the building? So I went to the one in Champions Gate, which is like uh, west of Orlando. So it's a newer towards one. Towards Tampa. It's, it's a newer one. Of the newer, it's probably so a little bit smaller. The non-smoking section, yes. Yeah. The bar is a little different. And there's if I had to imagine it probably goes out it's a little thinner and it goes out a little bit further into the building itself mm, no they've put they've kind of made it like um, so teens 20s and 30s are there so you walk into the right teens 20 it's like Gainesville's reverse right so teens 20s and 30s yes. are there yes you walk in okay. you meet the hostess then there's non smokings immediately then there's in the front bar of you. yes and in front the of the shoe. bar there's high tops nice like well, they really don't need that AV room that they used to right, need. Right. So there's that extra 10 and feet. And then where the 40s would be, those are all high tops as well. Nice. And then there's a smoking wall. Oh, and they have a whole smoking area? And then they have, they the, have a little mini bar Then they've bar got the patio there. with a bar Yeah. that's open and kind of your smoking area. I will say this about Ale House. They have always been able to maximize Space. The, do- the dollars that are generated. And honestly, that's the most fun for the customer. Yeah. Because I was in, I was in, we had, we had a, uh, uh, we had a, a, we had a party um, for the Dick Lane Velodrome. And it's at one of our, fav- our 
favorite establishments, and I love this place. And I went to start a tab like I do, and you know how to do this also, is I start a tab with my server, and I start a tab at the bar. So if the server gets bogged down, I can go to the bar and get drinks for everybody, and then I can come back. And, 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 and having the space done correctly would mean that you don't necessarily need to do that any longer. Or because having the systems integrated this, so that, yes. hey, I've got a tab with so-and-so, can you just put my drinks yes. on there? Well, unfortunately for them, that's what it, at the yeah. point of sales systems is actually caught up to me. Yeah. And so, yes. and so because, and I actually swiped two different cards. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I actually had one MasterCard, but because my name was the same. It picked it up. It picked it up. And, and the server and the bartender were super, were, they were just like, and I tried to explain it to them. I'm like, look, you know, I know you're going to get bogged down. There's going to be 150 people in here and you're doing a fantastic job and you're, you're great. However, there's just times that I'd rather go talk to someone else for a few minutes, order another beer. So I start tabs in multiple places and there's times I've, I've started three or four tabs with three or four different bartenders and closed them all out and, and done the thing. But that allows me it the ability to move. Nuts. Yeah. It drives yeah. them nuts. But well, they don't know they that think, you're a restaurant guy. Yeah, That's why. But they they think they they automatically assume they're going to lose money. Yep. And honestly, you know, I'm I spend more than enough money, or I'm going to drink enough money, or I buy enough people. Drinks. You know, I'm you know because that's what the social activity that we're participating in is about. And so, so I can that ale house really does that well, and they always have. I'm I'm kind of interested to go in and into another one and kind of see what they've if they've changed. Any of the old ones to the new style? Like? I don't think the kitchen needs to be near as big as it used to be. So I well, have narrowed imagine, down the menu quite a bit. Yeah, I'd have to imagine that they've been able, and they don't have to prep as much as they used to because they have they're so large now that they can have suppliers bring in the food already done better than we could do. You know, when you have two assistant managers making the making the the Captain Jack Sperry treasure, you know, sometimes it comes out great, and other times it comes out and Average. it's like yeah, and it's like. <laughs> This is totally different than what I got last week. Um, I did have the 35 shrimp. Fried. Fried buf- buffalo style. <laughs> Hold on. What are the ways you can get it? Do Fried get it? Uh, um, pasta or scampi. With linguine? Scampi. Scampi. So butter and, and. Yeah. Yeah. Fried. I think that's it. Maybe grilled. No. I don't think we could ever put it on the grill. No. Didn't they have it on skewers and they. 35 skewered? No, for, I remember it coming a couple of different ways. And I couldn't remember how. One was scampi, one was fried, and I don't remember where the third one was. I don't either. It might have been sautéed. But that would really be scampi style? I'm almost, maybe it was grilled. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. But I got the 35. I got it buffalo style with, <laughs> with blue cheese and fries, and I ate maybe like 25 of them. Couldn't make it all the way through? Nah. I had two doubles Smirnoff so and sodas so, for <laughs> five fifty. Smirnoff no, they, grape. Smir- they didn't have. What was that grape that you used? Sky, to sky grape and soda. Sky grape and soda. They tall. didn't have the sky special. They you had do it Smirnoff. Taller. Oh well, yeah, in yeah. a pint glass. In a pint glass. <laughs> hey, if you want to fill the cup up, lady. If Chris or Allie or Derek was was bartending, you know, it was three quarters full with vodka yes. and a splash of soda. Um, yeah. So they had the the special was Smirnoff vodka, not Sky. Yes. But I had. Two double sky orange and sodas. Nice. The ho- the, where, the hotel we were staying at was I like wish, I half wish a I, mile from the. Uh, I house. wish I was there with you. That would oh. have been a. The, we could have we could have made that building go inside out. <laughs> well, I think I think they've changed a lot of the little hot mop. 
Uh, I didn't see one. So, I went there two nights in a row. I didn't see so, one. So I'll tell you this story. So you, I'm I do remember this story. I'm, down, this story. I'm down in Tampa, and I'm, I'm on my computer, and I'm trying to uh, uh, do some online sales and, <laughs> and finalize these finalize these things. And I'm at, I'm at the bar at Ale House down in Tampa on Dale Mabry. And so... It's at the end of the night, maybe like 10.30-ish, so everything's kind of winding down. You can see everyone relaxing. What table is it, 70 or 40? Uh, it would either be 41, 51, 61, 41, 41 would start to have people conjugating at it. And so a bunch of them had gotten up and started walking through, and I was like, I need a hot mop on Expo now. And everybody stops and turns around and wants to know who said that. As I, as I just keep typing on my computer at the, at the bar. And the bartender was the only one that knew that I had said that. And he comes over he's like, how did you know? And I was like, "Old long story, bro. I was just having some fun. Um, yeah, the kitchen there looked relatively smaller. But I look, you know, flipping through the menu, they, they eliminated a lot of the fat. Uh, they got rid of some of the, the the one thing that was missing. Well, that the was menu. their thing in Florida was always how how many different genres of but that food place can we was do. packed. Good for from them. five o'clock until nine o'clock, and there was a wait. They do good. Yeah. Um, the other the other restaurant story we talked we chatted about this before, uh, and this goes back to either Stool Pigeon. No, it would have been Urban Flats. It was Urban Flats when so, we the infamous. I was the, looking for the... The barm. The barm dance. <laughs> I was looking for the picture. Mandy Mauer might be the only one that has it. We're trying can, to remember what it. the vodka... It was It was, it was absolute, absolute. It was absolute party. I want to say it was pineapple or passion fruit. It was something with yellow, like, swirls in the bottle. I think it was Limon. No. Oh, not Citron. Limon. Limon. Maybe that's what it was. I Because I remember it being yellow. That's what and I remember. I remember too. that was kind of like our our Urban Flats team building. <laughs> <laughs> Were we there with? Was that before Lolly or after Lolly? With well, Lolly was available. Was he already gone? Though? I think no. I think we hadn't opened yet. I think we were no, just so, as a training team, and I no, invited you as my I, friend, I think, and then Mandy. I, I think you're mixing up the wine tasting we went to with Bill, <laughs> where the dude brought us in the cab that Bill was buddies with. <laughs> That where I learned how to drink wine and how to taste wine, and Bill Bill just took me around with him, and all we did was drink wine, and that was down at King Plow. Yes, in um, yes. over in West Marietta, uh, yeah, yeah, West over by the area. dome and stuff. But we also went to the. I think this Limon party had to be after Bill, because you said uh, Carla invited us. Carla invited us with United. United. Yeah, that and had I to be we like a month be- or two we after. Were, we, we were opened. between reps. She might have been. Because remember with the problems that we had with United at Stool Pigeons, and there we were that's going whole, through we were going through reps because <laughs> of the te- the keg- the guy messed up the kegerator. Oh my gosh! And you almost killed him. <laughs> almost killed. I've all, I've only seen you almost kill like three people. He was one of them. I can be well if you don't do what you say you're going to do. You know, be honest about it, because you and I could have figured it out. It would have taken us a long time. Right. But we had other things to do, so we let him do his thing. And he messed it up. Shoney. No, Shoney. Shoney came to fix it. It was like Woody or Winston. And I I see Shoney around town sometimes. He doesn't do that particular job, but like us, he's in Cyprus or he's in other places. And I'll run into him and I'll be like, 
Atlanta uh, beer. What's the uh, yeah uh, the the van with the beer on the uh, on the end? It's just like the Ecolab guys. I'll see it's the a, Ecolab guys and I'll, I'll like we'll lock eyes. I've been and out of that be like, business for five years, so I don't remember what they're called because <laughs> I used to have to call them all the time. Yes, to put in draft for general. All right, so we go to this absolute launch parties. Me, you, Mandy, and Rory. Rory. Um, I don't remember. I remember being there, but not for a long time. But I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the barm now, because that's all we talked about for about a week. Rory. Yes. The Rory <laughs> loved it. <laughs> so picture Mike double fisting, already gone, and music's playing. God knows what it was. It was 10, 10 years ago. Yes. And Barman's just out of his mind on the dance floor, and he's got two drinks in his hand, and he's just leaning from side to side. I was taking care of my team. I had picked up drinks <laughs> at the bar, and I was coming were, across the dance floor. Everyone was dancing, so I had to dance as I went through the dance floor. It was a launch party. The drinks were free. <laughs> But I got, well, I mean, it was busy. <laughs> oh, that was good. We didn't, we didn't I wait. completely forgot about that. We didn't, we didn't wait for drinks. No, <laughs> no we did not. Because <laughs> they knew we were all bartenders and the, the yes. money was flowing. So It was a good time. Um, tomorrow night <laughs> is the international best night of the year to drink. It is. It, it is also amateur night. <laughs> it is, well, I guess this is one of the, one of the most amateur nights. And what I always loved about working this night is seeing, usually it's people that have already graduated college. Yep. That are back went in through, town. Went through high school, yeah. went somewhere else for college, came, are coming back home. They're introducing their new significant others kind of thing. So they're getting together with all their old high school All their old high school friends. It's a pretty amazing night at the bars. Yeah. Like, I would love to be in Buffalo tomorrow night. <laughs> or... I would just the Buffalo would be the place, like out with right. uh, Jimmy O and right. some of the, and, Paul, and Tommy and Paul and those guys. If, if they were all going to be there, it's like when I went back for my uh, reunion, Your high school reunion. Yeah. Um, so we've got a few other things to chat about. Um, I, I think we've got to start with with the Georgia Dome. And and I are we going to talk about the Martibus? Or are we no, going to talk no, about the Georgia Dome? We're going to talk about the whole <laughs> Georgia Dome being imploded situation. So I go to work yesterday. It was yesterday in the morning, right? Yes. Okay. 7.32. Yeah. So I I would have thought they would have done it like later in the day. So No, <laughs> you got to get that shit done. Before traffic. Yes. So I go to work and my boss comes in from, from home. And I, I've been there since like 7.30 or 7.45 whenever I got there. And he's like, sorry, I'm late. I was busy watching the Georgia Dome get in, <laughs> in, his, in his South African accent. Um, I was like, oh, they did that already? I didn't. I thought it would have been later. And just didn't think about it. So um, 25 years old. Yes. Too soon? I will say this. You know, I used to live on North Avenue. Yes. I keep up with Atlanta politics. Yes. And, and I do love that area. You know, my kids and I used to walk together from my condo and go to the aquarium. Um, we go and we look at the stones that have Aaron Hartwell and Marty Nostein from the 96 Olympics. We used to do that kind of thing. And the original plan was actually to keep the Georgia Dome open for basketball or Georgia State or some of the smaller type events. But... The maintenance on the Georgia Dome is so high 
when you when an actuary or or someone actually does the math on it, it it doesn't make sense to have two great facilities side by side side by side. But was it, do you so maybe I missed. in this instance I do not think it's too soon just because what they built was much better <laughs> than what they had. No, it blows it out of the water. Well, <laughs> and and I agree with this with you know when you talk about firing a college football coach. Do you have a better option that wants to take on your school and wants to wants to do this? You don't you don't tear something down unless you have something better. And in this instance, Atlanta's actually done something right. I saw the United, Atlanta United sold thirty six thousand season tickets already for next year. So wow. we're talking about coming together as a community. Yeah, we're talking about us all watching the dome implode. And yes, we've all been there, and we've all. We've all seen great things there. What's your favorite And I've moment? seen horrible things in there. Okay, what's your favorite moment? My favorite moment in the Georgia... When I took my son to the Red Bull motocross... I was invited by Mo- Red Monster Bull. Monster Jam or... No, it was, the moto, it was the motocross. And my son and I took the train down, and he was so excited. It was just Marshall and I. That's cool. And we went, and we went down, and I lost him for a few minutes. I'm sorry, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> He was actually playing video games on this other side of the, and so we did and that was in the World Congress Center and then we did the Georgia Dome and we watched the and then he came Marshall came back with me to stool pigeons to play video games as I made sure the restaurant was okay and all that kind of stuff. So that is that it, we took a cab back. Like I taught my son how to walk to get a cab. Like, no, don't stand with these jokers. We gotta mm-hmm. move. We need to get to the next like east, west, north, south. And we'll find a cab in 10 seconds. And yeah. so there's a few moments where I got to be a real dad and be like, hey, son, this is how you do it. I think I went to the Georgia Dome five, maybe six times. That's it? That's it. The first time was two weeks after I lived here. WCW Wrestling. I Monday that. Night Nitro. Bill Goldberg beats Hulk Hogan for the World Heavyweight title. And I was sitting, like, in the nosebleeds. And there were 80,000 people in there for a Monday Night Nitro. That was, like... Jesus. Uh, would have been, like, July of 98. I think I saw one Falcon game. I saw a Final Four there. I went to a Final Four game there. Remember those guys that bought those tickets? <laughs> the uh, Syracuse guys? Um, I said Falcons game, right? Yes. Um, I went there for the college football playoff last year. And I went there for a soccer game. One of the USA, uh, Jamaica. The oh, Gold wow. Cup two summers ago? Yeah, one of the friendlies. No, it was the Gold Cup uh, semi. Oh. It was USA, Jamaica, and then it was Mexico, Panama. Dang. And the Mexico game was, I stayed for the first half. It was, those fans are unbelievable. Super, super fun. How did the dishes get washed that night? I, they didn't. <laughs> All the restaurants must have been closed. Mm-hmm. Well, hold, hold on one second. Um, okay, well, I want to talk about the Weather Channel. Boss said he comes and looked an awful like a lot like the uh, <laughs> the Twin Towers coming down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Did um, do you know if Seth Snyder rode over there? He was talking about riding his bike over there. Well, yeah, I think he took a I think he took a crew over there to ride. But Seth might have woken up late. He might have had to drive. Um, but he, uh, Seth has a tie-in with Elliott Street Pub over okay. there. And so, well, he used to he used to be located in Castleberry 
Oh yeah, um, it's a nice in Castleberry Hill, woods. where he he worked for a long time, so he's I tied in. A couple really restaurants tight. over there. Mm-hmm. Pascal's. It's an amazing place. It's really nice. They do. I always like those places that are like, screw it, I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and and if it goes great, that's fantastic. I'll make do, and if it goes, and if it doesn't, you know, I'll just do. I'll yeah, they do, do a tremendous I, business. Yeah, and it's a beautiful location. Yes. And then I had a seafood place right over there, too. There was a club. I can't remember the name of it, though. It was like seafood restaurant during the day and then a, a lounge at night. Oh. <laughs> but it was really I nice. Know, I, know, I, know, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it. It's right around the corner from that Mexican place. Yes. Something oh. Baltimore seafood and something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, all right. Since we we're talking about the dome, let's, let's move on to the NFL. Um, did the Falcons win last night? I think they did. They did. Roddy, you got to be kidding me with uh, Julio Jones having one touchdown this year. They tried to get him another one. He's hurt. Is he? Yeah. Okay. I mean. I've almost completely stopped watching the NFL. I know. <laughs> um, but he, he, he's he got, you know, his foot, ankle. and, and, and Well, I mean, he's not, he's not the type of player. He's not a Heinz Ward. But he has way more ability than Heinz Ward has also. Yeah. And he's just not that kind of – he's just not physically that kind of person that can do that. Um, some of it is that actually Atlanta runs the ball rather well inside the 20 after the first couple weeks when, you know, when those statistics start coming out after the third week where it shows how inefficient the Atlanta Falcons were in the red zone. They said, no, we're running the ball. And I, I'll tell you what, I'm so proud of the Atlanta Falcons offensive line. They've really come together, and they really take pride in getting the run, in getting those couple of yards that they need. And, the, yes, they will throw. They'll take the back out, and they'll put four receivers. They'll, they'll put four receivers out, and then they'll just run Matt Ryan, like, like right up the middle and get a yard when they need it. And that's always been Atlanta. That's been Atlanta's problem for a long time. Um, <clears throat> were there any significant injuries this week? I know there was one last week. Well, unfortunately for the Seahawks, Sherman. Well, and oh, um, and then now the and, safety, um, Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor was out first, and then I think so. Sherman was last Thursday. I think Chancellor was actually out before then. Oh, okay. Like a week before then. Okay. And good on them because they were they they weren't dressed to play, but they were dressed. They were on the sidelines. They were engaged. Well, Sherman can't play. Yeah. He's got a torn Achilles. But can I not talk about how Pete Carroll is the highest paid cheerleader <laughs> in the history of Ugh. of? I hate him. That guy. That guy drives me nuts. I hate him. The way he chews gum drives me nuts. <laughs> the way the play Everything he does drives me nuts. You know, he always says he always doesn't blame the offensive coordinator. He's like, that's on me. Um, they had a field goal opportunity with seven seconds left. They tried to fake for a touchdown, and they ended up losing by three. But, I mean, you, you don't know. You know, things roll differently when you're trying harder or you're trying less hard. And so, and I don't I don't necessarily, I didn't, I didn't mind the play call at the time. I just get tired of him saying, this is on me. This is on me. This you is- know, he's one of those guys that <clears throat> if I had a list of people that came up to me and wanted to, you know, Introduce themselves and shake my hand. I'd turn around and walk away without saying it, or I'd say I'd probably shake his hand. I'd, I'd say "f you" and then walk away. <laughs> He's one of the because I hate him from USC. I do. I hate him when he was at. USC. I hate him from. I hate the him Patriots. from. 
I hate him all the way back to the way he treated the Patriots and he got I fired. I, I, hate him. I thought that was the Jets. The Patriots. I hate him from when he was with... with he, he's with, before... Or because he, he's at Seattle. He's the one that got fired where I believe Bill Parcells came in. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yep. That's about right. Yeah, but I can't stand it. He's terrible. But I just can't stand the cheerleader thing. The, yeah. The jumping on the field and, and shaking the hands and... And Wasn't he the one that so, went up behind uh, your buddy at the Lions and smacked him right on the ass? And he, and he almost turned around and punched him? Well, that's a natural reaction for a human being when you get spanked. Not when me. You get... <laughs> but, I lean in for the kiss at that point. So, <laughs> so, so when you think about football, my number one has always been Lombardi. Sure. And he, he prepared, and then he let the players play the game. And I hate the way that he, that he, Pete Carroll gets involved and he's like morale in this. Let the players play. Yeah. Just, just let them play. You know, Uh, don't. Lombardi was, we're going to run this play until you guys get it right. Yes. (laughs) And you don't get it right. We're going to keep running. You know what? And I love baseball managers that go out and say, you, you know what, kid, get yourself off this mound. You know, Pitch don't go out. out don't go out there, run out there, and save the kid from getting under. And you know what? And if he has a bad night and you lose one game, there's 161 other games. It's and uh, you know what? You just have to go through it in life sometimes. The same thing happened three weeks ago, four weeks ago, when before the Penguins cut that goalie, Miami. He had let in four goals. I go you Finland. I think Finland or Sweden, one of the two. He let in four goals. I go, you do not take him out of the game. No. Nope. You let him play you... his way out of this. And guess what? If he doesn't, you cut him tomorrow. And that's exactly what happened. Well, I mean, you. there's some times in life you just have to get I yourself said, off the Matt ice. Matt Murray needs a break. This guy has to play the whole game. <laughs> True. You can't. Matt Murray can't play 70 games. Right. If you want a three-peat. Sure enough, he got cut. The following day, he got picked up by Florida. Then he got cut. Now he's with Montreal. He's on his third team this well, season. Well, I mean, I mean, how many backup quarterbacks besides Kaepernick? All right, so that brings us to our <laughs> next subject. The, I didn't watch the Packers last week. I went to the bar. The bar canceled the NFL package because it wasn't What's doing anything on? for them. This is more of a NFL and I know the guy who business. owns it. I know the guy who owns it. He came up to. He's like, we canceled it this morning. We just weren't generating enough revenue on Sundays to keep it. I hope you understand. I'm like, it's like Rick, six G's. Rick, no problem, man. It's I like six it. G's. No, so he has a restaurant. Okay, three quarters of the restaurant doesn't have TVs. Wow. So his non-smoking section right. doesn't have TVs. His bar section has twelve TVs. Right. But Direct TV charges him per seat. Oh. So it was costing him eight grand a month. I bet you he could, you know, he tried. He tried. He said, listen, I've got 12 TVs in this room and I don't have, 80 of my seats don't have vision of the TV. Right. I'm not renegotiating. They're like, no. Okay, okay, I'll cancel it. He goes, I've got got Comcast coming in tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I canceled Direct TV altogether. Good for you, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to do what's good for business. Yeah. So then Sunday, I'm in the Phoenix airport. And I, um, I'm just walking to the gate. It's two o'clock. Was my my flight's at two o'clock? So this is like twelve thirty, mountain time. Walk by the screen. I see the Packers are on 
13 nothing Baltimore. You gotta be shitting me. I look at the stats. Brent Hundley, two picks. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. So is it time for Kaepernick? Bring him in? I think so. Why not? Well, I mean, as it's a owner, Green Bay would be the perfect place for them as to ownership a guy. to, to um, you know, because they don't have that. They don't have that Jerry Jones or Arthur Blank no. ownership. They, right. They're publicly owned and, and rightfully so. And, you know, is it time for Kaepernick? I'm still surprised nobody's picked him up, but it could be the lawsuit. Well, Kaepernick wasn't that great to begin with. Mm-hmm. He was a product of the system. Jim Harbaugh is a great coach, and he knows how to get the best out of a quarterback. But wasn't he Singletary before Harbaugh, or no? Well, he was, like but I don't think he played. I think he was a backup, actually, at that time. Was it Alex Smith? I think, actually, yes. I think when Harbaugh got there, Alex Smith left, and he said, Kaepernick's my guy. And Jim Harbaugh really wanted to go to the Super Bowl, and he really wanted to win the Super Bowl. And, and he lost to his brother. And he lost, <laughs> well, the one guy that he can't hate. The night Ray Lewis took the lights down. Dude, got the power. Who knows? Who knows who got that power? That Dude, that's gonna be the next thirty like for thirty. Oceans. It could have been like Oceans thirteen oh. when they're like under the ground. And did you like, watch Ric Flair the thirty for thirty? Nah, it I was hate awesome. Wrestling. I hate wrestling. It was awesome. I grew up in Clearwater, Tampa area. You know, Hulk Hogan used to buy cars for sure. my friends and sure. all that. I don't enjoy wrestling. I just, I just don't. Hulk Hogan made an appearance. I just don't. He actually made a few appearances that talking about Rick. I I just don't enjoy wrestling. I just, <sighs> it's not my thing. It's great. I it was great. It. it was great. It's hard to watch now. It it's cool. The only thing I like about wrestling is that guy that slapped John Stasso when he asked him if wrestling was real. Who's John Stasso? Stasso. Who's Stasso? He's Who's the he? old twenty for twenty like uh, Geraldo Rivera type reporter. Oh, that was um, <laughs> that was uh, Jerry the King Lawler, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Is that? Are you talking about the Andy Kaufman thing? Andy Kaufman, the you know, comedian. Yeah, he, you know he wrestled. He used to wrestle. No, so John Stossel's like in in. It still sounds like it was Jerry K, Jerry the no, King. No, John Stossel was in. They're they're like in the um where the locker rooms are. And he got an interview with the wrestler, and John Stossel is 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 doing his investigative reported thing, okay. which is like his pride. And he asks him if wrestling's real, and the guy just bitch slaps him across the face and asks him, "Is that real?" And then <laughs> does it again from the opposite side. And John Stossel's like knocked out. <laughs> like that's great. Yes. <laughs> um, Was this real? Yeah. Because you know, yes, they are athletes. There's no drug testing. No, it's entertaining. Yeah, there's and, there is drug testing now. Well, because they want people not to die. Yes. And and so we had a spike there. <laughs> and, and and so and I do think there are I do sprees. think there are times that they do take the wrestling rather seriously. But I mean, as a sport, to me, I would rather watch curling, and I think that is much more. Curling national championships have been on a lot lately. Yeah. Well, I was watching. I have the Olympic Channel now, so I have short track speed skating. I have long track speed skating. You know, you can get that the... um, NBC Gold yes. on the Apple TV. Yes. Okay. I have it. Okay, I'm just making sure. Because yeah. we both bought the new <laughs> Apple TV. Um, are the Packers? Well, I think the Packers are done at this point. Well, you never know. I mean, Minnesota is not that good, and they could come back. But the Packers, like yeah, but, anything but, else, but they have to. Your play Lions better. are right there too. 
But the Lions aren't that good either. <laughs> no, nobody. That, no, I think the Vikings are clearly the best team in that division. But they're not that good. But with an Aaron Rodgers-less Green Bay Packers, the, the, the Packers can't beat them. Their, they defense, can. their defense is better. They can. They and, can beat them. I don't think so. They can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can. If everyone pulls together and decides I that, don't think they have the talent. I think they do. I, I think, think they do too have many the talent. Offensive linemen I think they're undercoached. Well, I think they're coached. I think, the I think they're. I think they're. I just like. Um, um, and Tampa. I get a, Tampa. I get a little upset with Tony Dungy for letting Peyton Manning take all the snaps and not uh, allow an underling because you never know what's going to happen to you. And you know when what was it Pollard roll over Brady's knee? Belichick is a better coach with his third string than than Mike McCarthy is with. Yes. And you know what? Does that mean Mike McCarthy's a bad coach? No. It doesn't mean he's a bad coach. It means he's ill-prepared for what could happen. Yes. Um, the only thing else I have written down for the NFL is, oh, those Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the 0-10. Oh, no. I, I had to check There's before. another huge subject we're going to talk about. Okay. Oh, no. I wrote down Marshawn Lynch and Trump as well. No. Okay, but before we get to your subject. I was looking. I thought there were two totally defeated teams, but it looks like San Francisco has won at some point. They beat the Giants. Oh, I think the Giants beat them. Oh, no, you're right. They beat the Giants. They beat, they beat the, the Giants. Giants two weekends ago. Yeah. In San Francisco, yeah. which is always hard for East Coast teams. Yeah. Uh, does Cleveland lose them all? No. Is Who's the last totally defeated team? Was that the Lions? Yes. Are they the only it's one? It's only been a few years. I mean, it's only been like... Eight, Six nine? or seven years. I, I, I want to say it was like 09 or 10. Yeah. I think Stafford was actually the quarterback at the time. He, it might have been his first year, or right. it or was the year, the year before the year him. Yeah. Yes. Um, what did you want to talk about? Jerry Jones. Oh, and, and uh, Goodell? And Arthur Blaine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know a little bit of the story. A little bit? Yeah, I only know a little bit of it. Well, we've already talked about this because I was the one that was. I was the one that explained there's 17 owners that are on kind of the Jerry Jones side. However, Jerry Jones has alienated some of those owners. I think he's down to like 12 or 13 people that are on his side, and he is willing to blow it all up. Well, I think um, (laughs) I saw what the stories have come out what Goodell's asked for in his contract. So he wants $50 million a year. Yeah. He lifetime airplane. L- lifetime airplane, which I found ridiculous. Why? And lifetime health insurance, I think, was the other thing. For him and his family. For him and his family. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You get those perks as long as you're on the job. Hey, have you ever asked for more than you were deserved? No, never. Never? <laughs> <laughs> I've been given more than what I've deserved. That's a lot different. <laughs> But he's totally willing to implode the entire NFL that he built. I don't know that this product exists in 10 years. Nope. The first thing I wrote down, NFL, awful. Still, it has not gotten any better. No, the play is... The is play a, is atrocious. Well, you know, there's a few games, you know, Seattle versus Atlanta, but that's because Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator in Seattle. They know each other, so... So they that that's actually what the NFL needs. They need everybody to know each other, so you have good matchups. <laughs> but the, then you also on the opposite side of that, you have San Diego going into Buffalo and winning fifty-four to twenty. 
How does that happen? Jay Peterman was the quarterback. Buffalo he looked, stuck with the Urban Sombrero. Buffalo looked great against Atlanta. They played a fantastic game. They played a team been, game. They've been Buffalo ever since. Uh, I think they won one more against Carolina or... They beat a good team, but then they've lost like three or four straight. Yeah. I mean, it's so much so that Tyrod Taylor looked like he was a Pro Bowl quarterback at the beginning of the year. They're ready to pull him, and they got him a better weapon in Kelvin Johnson. Or Kelvin Benjamin. Yes. Um, because they thought that's what they needed. Right. Well, I think Cam Newton <laughs> alienated that guy out of Charlotte. Who hasn't Cam Newton alienated? My sister has turned. She hates him. He's awful. She, she is a, a Panthers fan, and she hates Cam Newton. She was the biggest Cam Newton fan ever. Cam is awful. Yeah. He's, I, not, he's not good. And I hate to say it. You know, he's a college park guy, and, he, and he's this. But he was awful when he left Florida to go to Auburn for more money. And then... <laughs> That, that would get me. You know, this is just. I could talk I mean, about this that. Is a, this is just a story that goes. It goes, and then he says he's sorry. And this is what I hate about my. Well, these people aren't my friends any longer. If you say sorry to me for something, then you're not going to do it again. But when you do it again, well, then, then you know what? You're not my friend my, anymore. My brother-in-law knows the whole ins and outs <laughs> of how the whole Auburn thing went down. Dude, it's awful. With it's the, disgusting. With the, with the bank. and You know what? It's very similar. It's exactly similar to what Louisville and those coaches got into. And it's a very similar situation that if there was a government agency with subpoena powers that were looking into it, it would have gotten exposed. But unfortunately, it's not. And the NCAA is a farce. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Their business model is disgusting. Yep. It... Speaking of which, I've got national championship tickets if anybody wants them. <laughs> <laughs> For Two, football? Yeah. 250 a pop. Where is it? National championship. Oh, it's in the new, it's in the new dome. Yep. I forgot we got that. Drew Drew thinks he's got eight. Eight tickets? Yeah. How much does he want for all those? <laughs> he's... He said he'd give me mine at face value, <laughs> and then any ones, if any other ones I want to buy and sell, he said I think we can get anywhere between a grand and two grand for him. No, we got to play it smart. We got to go to a bar. We got to go to a bar with the tickets, like on game morning. Stub Hub. No. Stub Hub. I'll no. get. I'll get. Listen, if people are paying fifteen hundred dollars to go see Georgia at Notre Dame, give me a break. We can get like twenty thousand dollars for those four tickets. Are they together? They would be, yeah. It finance, finance a new studio. It, it, <laughs> no, it's the sports bar. <laughs> the sports we all know. Finance is, no, we all it's know not Drew's, a sports bar. It's chairs, cheers and games. <laughs> we all know Drew's going to be our sponsor. We finished it. When we create the greatest sports bar. We, fin- we finished the series. Bill Simmons is going to come to our sports bar and go, this is the greatest sports, this is the gold club of sports bars. <laughs> so Jess and I finished Cheers, and she's like, that's really good. I think we should watch Frasier. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> Rolled next. right into Frasier. <laughs> good for her. Um, Jess is becoming Americanized. Yes. She said She said to me the other day, she goes, God, I was listening to your, your last podcast, and I was l- dying laughing when you told Mike, Oh, no, she likes you much better now that you do the podcast with him. She's gotten to know you a little bit better. She goes, that was the funniest thing you've ever said. I was, laugh- I was laughing super hard on the inside when you said it. Um, what else do you want? Do you want to talk more about Jerry Jones and Arthur Blank and their feud and Goodell and their well, feud? Well, Arthur Blank does a feud. 
He's just good for business. Yes. The guy's awesome. Anyone, that's why the owners put Arthur Blank against Jerry Jones. Because if there's anyone, if there's anyone that can un Jerry and that can out, like, can just do the passive. Didn't they play two weekends ago? Dude, they. And they didn't talk to each other. Nope. They stood on opposite ends of the field. Well, Arthur was in it. His box is, like, down low now. At here. Here. Yeah, because it's easier to get to the field. <laughs> that man will never step on a field again. Going on, yeah. I mean, they they uh, from what are was that the Sunday night game? Yes, they were. Su- they were Sunday the night, and then uh, and Falcons went to Monday night. I caught the, and I caught Arthur Blank had his arms folded and his back to him and his back to him. Uh, they were standing like <laughs> one was in the end zone and one was on the sideline. But Arthur Blank is good for you know Jerry Jones is good for business his own way. He's the Barnum and Bailey. That's exactly the crazy. The, the crazy. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do that. And Arthur's like, let's just put a great product on the field. Yeah. Let's do what Atlanta United has done. Yeah. Let's just. Well, or what the Falcons have done the last five years. They've been well managed for a very long time. And and honestly, if Roger Goodell gets fired or is not renewed, I really think Rich McKay will be the next commissioner. Commissioner. I mean, John McKay was loved by almost everyone in football. Rich was actually groomed to do that job, but Rogers better at it. Mm. I think Rogers brings a whole bunch of baggage with him. Well, but he cleaned a, up the league, but he went a little too far, I think. Yeah, but you got to have the juice. Yeah. If you don't have the juice, then you don't get this far. And you know what? Jerry Jones wanted the juice, and the he juice. wanted the juice for a long time. He just got out of jail. You can go get Is him. Is he <laughs> He probably. Can we get him on the podcast? <laughs> No, that probably won't go well. <laughs> Plus, I run not. into him on a golf course. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's waiting for like a book deal or an interview deal to talk Who, about. Goodell? No, OJ. Oh, OJ? Dude, no one's going to give him another chance. Uh, he, he, uh, there's sometimes... Let's, let's talk about Marshawn Lynch. Did you see what he did? For the you Raiders? You hear what he did. Yes. When he went on the field. So they played. When he went on the, when Oakland and Kansas City was playing each other, and his cousin. No, 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 no. We're past that. That was weeks ago. Right. This is this past weekend. I didn't see it. Well, they were in Mexico. Okay. I didn't see that game. So, what time was that game? I don't know. I don't know either. I, they said Belichick they won't go night. back to Mexico City. I don't City. know if they played it at night. I don't know if they played it at 4 o'clock. I have no idea. Well, why would you? All right. So, I saw the story came out yesterday. Marshawn Lynch sat on the bench for the U.S. National Anthem and stood for the Mexican National Anthem. <laughs> and sure enough, Trump on it. Oh. Marshawn Lynch ought to be suspended by the... the, the, the Goodell he ought to be, suspend he him should, for a year. He should be suspended. For what? Because he was doing that to make a point. So? He's paid by the NFL or by an owner of the NFL. And he should represent... If he wants to protest, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And I don't disrespect the way that he can't protest. You don't F with the national anthem. I'm not going to agree with anything that Donald Trump says at this point. I don't disagree with that. And he has no business commenting on it. He's going to comment. He has no business commenting on it. Then the Democrats should have thrown someone better at him. I mean, if you're going to put your third string goalie in and just and throw it at somebody, I'm you're going to lose. I'm sometimes. not going to debate you on who the Democrats should have put in <laughs> and how they cheated to get Hillary in on the ticket, because there was better candidates in that party. There is, and, and one of them, 
Jerry Jones would be a better owner <laughs> or a better president than Mark th- Cuban would be a better president. Well, I think Mark the, Cuban's going to Arthur run. Blank would be a fantastic president th- of the United States. Th- and you know what? I don't think Arthur Blank wants to be president. <laughs> like one milli- I don't mil- think Donald Trump wants to be president. I totally said that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard me say that. He was like, oh, shit, I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> how, how do I not end up in jail? <laughs> well, he didn't know he was going to win, so he didn't have to know he had to act differently. Um, but no, I think Cuban's going to run. Cuban will run. He's going to. The Rock's going to run. I think The Rock's going to run, too, and I think The Rock's going to win. The Rock He's going to take all Cuban. the Trump voters. The Rock will not the be Rock Cuban. The Rock will take all of the Trump voters, except for the white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of dark. He's, he's, um, but I watched a lot of his movies, and he's, he's really cool. He's, uh, no, no. He's, he's Polynesian. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, I know. He's from Fiji or Togo or whatever. Well, his family. I yeah, think family. he was born here, but his family. He's, no, I think he was born maybe in Hawaii. His dad was a wrestler as well. We ha- already had a president that was supposedly born in Hawaii. <laughs> Did I? I think I brought this up. You know Trump went, to, Trump went to Asia, right? And he flew through Hawaii. Somebody had a sign in the crowd that says, Welcome to Kenya. I mean, the, the, the trolling that that man gets at this point. He deserves every he bit deserves of the trolling. every bit of it. If you're going to troll on Twitter, you better, be, you better yes. thicken up your skin come back. and expect it to come back. Um, we're at an hour five. I'm going to glance over the, the NHL. There's not much talk. The season's 25% over. Your Tampa Bay Lightning are in first in the East. We got to go to a game. They're done playing. Well, we'll go to a different Lightning game. We'll figure some out. We'll go to the Flyers. Oh fuck that! <laughs> I'm not going to see that. <laughs> I can't. You can root for the Lightning with me no, against the Flyers. I, I can't. <laughs> I have you zero can't. In, zero interest in either one of those things. <laughs> zero. My mom sang the national anthem at two of those games. I'm sure she did a wonderful job, too. I'm sure she did a wonderful job. <laughs> you just sing the national anthem. Oh, my. <laughs> I'll sit down for it. So, so a, little, a little barman history here. I was in choir for a long time. Were you? When I was younger. Okay. Stop being surprised. I am surprised. I, know. I don't see you as much of a singer. I know. Well, there's a reason for it. I was in I was in choir for for a couple of years. <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure why. Like I think church was, or school? Both. Okay. My grandfather was a choir choral director. My grandmother, my great grandmothers, everybody I knew sang at church. And so I just thought it was the thing for me. So about fourth or fifth grade, you know how an adult politely asks you not to participate next year? <laughs> <laughs> I was politely not, asked not to participate. Oh no! Yeah, by someone in the choir or by a family member or the choral director. Who's your grandfather? No, no he didn't. He wasn't the choral director at gotcha. our place. He was in Iron Mountain, Michigan. He he had his thing going on. <laughs> we had our thing going on down in. So they asked you not to come back. Kind of. Was it because you were a bad singer, or was it because of? Maybe I'm just Your too personality? Loud. Maybe I'm just too loud. You project well. I was really shy. I was I was really shy growing up. Oh my god. Yes. Because you you're not shy now. No. <laughs> you know, there's a lot you're of things set, I learned in you're life. You're set in your ways. <laughs> um Tampa Bay Tampa Bay's in first in their division. 
But it doesn't matter. And in the East. You know, hockey is, the regular season's cool and it's fun to get behind. But we all know when the season starts and that's when the playoffs start. And you look at Washington. I'm so disinterested in hockey. I watch the games. I don't listen to the games. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I just kind of look over when the red light goes on. But you know that about hockey also. I mean, you just, you know, it's cool to have home ice it's cool to have these things but honestly it's better to be playing good at the end of the season yes and i really think that falcons are actually on kind of that track yes like they started the season slow yeah but they seem to be but we're still awful in the second half um nba hawks are terrible i mean awful awful like cleveland brown style well no they've won games no <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> it's think, hard for I me to watch. Three. It's hard for me to watch the Celtics because Al Horford's there, <sighs> and 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 I mean, you know, Al Al came into Atlanta cycling, and he came in Ozio. I waited on him in Ozio. Yeah, and Al's a really, really, really good guy. Oh, did guy. free flight get bought by Atlanta cycling? I don't know why. I drove by the free flight shop on Holcomb Bridge today, and it said Atlanta cycling on it. No, that's um, that's not free flight. That's uh, CycleWorks. And that it is says Atlanta Cycling. Now. Yes. Okay. Cycleworks. Yeah. Not free flight. I couldn't remember. I always get those two mixed up. Yes. Um, but that used to be when you were at Devonshire. That's where my, and I that would was give my you, shop. And I would give you, I'd be like, hey, just go into CycleWorks yeah. and they'll, they'll be happy to help you, bro. Um, all right. We got two, two subjects. Uh, Oak Island. Are you caught up? I am caught up, but we only have 41 minutes. tonight. I know. 41 minutes. It's good this year. Um, did you it's catch good. the sneak peek last night? No, I did not. I watched it before I came. <laughs> <laughs> I, ca- I came home and I had like three Oak Island episodes recorded. Like they do oh, the, did, you, they, did you have to catch up with all no, of them? No, no, no. I caught Tuesday nights before oh, I left. Yeah. But then there's like the longer episode that's like two, Well, they're a doing double. a pre-episode. They actually have so much material now. Yeah, it's crazy. They're doing a pre-episode. Okay, so Mike, they're spending some money on Mike and I realized two weeks ago that we've both been watching this show. <laughs> did you watch the Zodiac show? I did. Oh my gosh. Those guys are dialed in. Okay, so we'll, we'll get to all this. So <laughs> I recorded that one and watched it on the plane, I think, on the way out to Phoenix. The Zodiac. Yes, it was great. Dude, they, it they was really crushed good. Because I really liked that Zodiac movie that came out a couple years ago with Jake Gyllenhaal. No, oh, I didn't see that. It's really good. Well, it was made up. No, it's about it's from the perspective of the guy that worked at the San Francisco Chronicle. All right. If you're gonna do a movie, you would do DB Cooper first, and then you do the Zodiac second. I don't know. That's a tough one. No, you would. If you're gonna do a movie, do a well, DB Cooper. Neither one of movie. them got caught. That's the whole <laughs> point. <laughs> okay. So I did catch I, I think did the, catch Zodiac the Zodiac died. one was really I think good. the Zodiac just passed away. Like if Ted if if the Unabomber had passed away in the woods, you know, no one really would have gotten that it, far. It would be very odd for them to be that dialed in and get the guy right off the bat, though. Yes. So you know they've got a, something goes wrong, and that guy's <laughs> not the guy. Because they it seemed like they had zeroed in on a guy and Dude, everything pointed. Military this boots, is, this military guy, boots, haircut, the library, the glasses, the, glasses, <laughs> the ten women in the, the library, the weird personality <laughs> traits. He knew where the the. the the book depository was. It was yes. crazy. Okay. Um, so, Oak Island, season five has started, I believe, oh, or I season four? No, it's further than that, even. It's, it's four or five. No, it's five, if not more. I think it's five. Because um, that's the cool part about DirecTV now. It tells you it's like season five, three. S1, yeah. uh, so, E1. Um, 
Mike and I realized we both watched the show. <laughs> We've never talked about it ever. <laughs> ever. It's never really come up. And then I randomly dropped it in on last, you know, like, oh, did you just start watching that? I'm like, no, I've been watching it the whole time. You're like, really? So have I. <laughs> um, are you watching the, um, the dude in Columbia, The Money? Have you watched that one yet? That just started. No, too. that's the. Uh, I like the. Um, I like the Gordo Cooper guy better right. than that guy. This one's pretty good too. It's similar to the. Well, it's, they're looking for Pablo Escobar's money in it's Colombia. Good. It's pretty good. I totally believe it's good. I haven't had a whole lot of time lately, so I, I highly recommend it if you haven't gotten to it yet. I'm busy. Okay, so Oak Island is this island in Nova Scotia. Yes. These guys have been digging there for five years, <laughs> trying to find. Hold on. Buried people treasure. have been digging there They're for people, 120 years. People, but these guys, the Lagina they're, brothers. Yes. Um, and there's a lot more money involved than just the Lagina no, brothers. No, I mean, they're blowing three five, three to five million every summer. Well. Just in, in crane runs. And that, that uh, Blankenship guy and then the other gentlemen, I think, are also putting in. Craig Tester. Yes. Are there every. Well, actually, Marty and Craig are, are natural gas partners. Business partners. And, so, and they own a winery. Well, in, in, Michigan. in Michigan, yeah. Well, we could open one with two hundred dollars in in two weeks, and <laughs> I can grow grapes in my backyard. <laughs> Actually, my family, uh, my brother, my parents, myself, my sister, we went to a winery near Canadian Lakes, Michigan. It was super cool. All right, so they're looking for this buried treasure. It could be pirate treasure. It could, could be. be Treasure from the Templars. It could be, be Williams missing William Shakespeare. The Holy documents. Grail. They kind could of be the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. Yeah, they've kind of gone the away first, from that. The first two or three seasons, they they were looking for a Holy Grail. So stuff. Jessica gets so mad at me when the show comes on. She's like, "They're not going to find anything. People have been digging there for hundreds of years, and they're not going to find anything. You've been watching this stupid show for five years." She just starts goes on this tirade every time. In Spanish or English? English. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know she'd really be upset if she was doing it in Spanish. Yes. So I said, are you going to watch this shit? She's like, no, they're not going to find anything. <laughs> so they uh, found a couple coins last week. They yes. also found, looks like they might have drilled into one of the um, booby trap tunnels. They did. Uh, yes. Or that's the way it looks. No, it, they did. Um, I have a feeling, like tonight's episode, they're supposed to shut down the island because they find something that's artifactually crazy. Right. They they got the art the archaeologist yeah. there. Yes. So the 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 seven minute clip I watched before I came over here, um, the the metal detector guy who's yes. really good at what he does. Oh, he is. He found two coins within a foot of each other. Yes. That were Britann- Britannicas. No. The English ones. They were like English. Charles II on them. Yes. They were they're, they're like that, that big. Yes. The, the size of like well, they had a lot of storms on the island. But they were dated 1600s. Oh, yeah. So we know there's all these little clues that say somebody has been in this island between 500 and 1700. Yes. And we don't know how many people. Yes. We don't know what's there. It's like the, the privateer guy last week. They found all Charles his stuff. Stewart? Uh, that sounds close. Stewart or Cook or... Simpson? No. Maybe. English Stewart. privateer. Yes. His, his great-great-grandson or great-great-nephew lives there. Had his seat Had chest. his seat. That, that was all manufactured. That's no way that was a real seat chest from back then. It looked like it. Mm. But the documents look real. They, they look real. It's pretty, it's pretty uh, out there. 
from a well, it's pretty normal cons- conspiracy. Theory. It's pretty normal if you're out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean for me, it's. I love the show. I think it's awesome. It's yes. I, it's just like the Gordon Cooper show. Yes, that show's really good. Well, it's neat how they. These are the way these facts lie, mm-hmm. and this is how it could have been. And so I don't read. I don't read fiction. You know, my whole family, everybody knows that I don't. I never read fiction, but these shows to me are my the version. Stories are just as good. These 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 shows to me are like Gold Rush and that. Yeah. This is my fiction. Like you don't know exactly what's going to happen or what happened, but this could be a possibility. Or chasing Hitler. That is coming a, back in two weeks. Hopefully, they got more material. You know, it's, it, it, it seemed to get stale tired. at the end. It was pretty tired. I think they found someone who claims she's Hitler's daughter. <laughs> I did. I did. Are they going to do DNA? On so it? after our last podcast, I went on and, and did a search on on Twitter for chasing Hitler, and I found um, who's the main guy, the guy, uh, the CIA guy that's out. In yeah, the, field. the Los Angeles. No, um, no, no. The guy that's always out in the field, the army dude. Oh, the uh, he's got black a Twitter hair. account. Yeah, he said. <laughs> How did you said, find him on Twitter? I just did a search for finding Hitler, and he was the first <laughs> thing that popped up. And he's got a Twitter account. He's like, he he was answering somebody's. Question, are you guys coming back? Yeah, I think the first episode airs November 29th or right around there. But then I, I pulled a preview for it. It said, like I just glanced over and said, we found, it looks like we found Hitler's daughter or she claims she's Hitler's daughter in Argentina or wherever she was. That show's out there. They have a lot of facts. They've, they've made they do a, a lot of great reasons. They do, well, like any other story... There's parts that are believable, and, and there's parts, there's that, parts that, that you guys are too far away from what could have happened. I do believe that Germans were coming, and they were able to trace how they got to where yes. they got to. Yes. I don't know that Hitler was one of those people. Well, I don't think Hitler was one of those people, but I think it was a pathway, if he was healthy enough, to make the trip. That's the issue. That, that was, that that was going to be where mark. he was going to be. Or if he was alive. He wasn't alive. <laughs> Yeah. There's no way he, for a month, he was in a submarine going across the North Atlantic when he had Parkinson's and... Did he have Parkinson's? They, that's part of the show. They they show him where he ha- he's trying to hold his hand steady. And, and he can't. And he can't. And he's shaking the hand with the wrong hand. And so it's like everybody's coached up to shake him his way, not... Because, I mean, shaking your hand goes back to where you wiped. Yes. <laughs> you know, that that's yeah. how where society started. When you always shake with your right and you look someone in the eye and you, yeah. and you do this. Firm it goes, grip and all, it goes all the way back to back then. So, um, Yeah, so we've got that starting in 30 minutes. You, you, I'm assuming you just record it though, right? I with DirecTV now I haven't figured out how to record it. Oh, okay. But I know it'll be back on <laughs> tonight uh, or tomorrow morning. Or... Well, after Zodiac it'll restart. Yeah. So I can stay up a little bit later and kind of do that. Um. All right. The last thing I got for you is Thursday's Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? Uh, my daughters are coming. Yeah. When when's the last time you saw them? Graduation. Um, or Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Uh, what was that? Summer. Late July. Yeah. Yeah, late July. So hasn't been too long. Um. Yes, Mike. I guess I'm thankful for my wife being healthy, with our baby. <laughs> with little Mike. No, little Jessica. Little. little <laughs> Remember, little, it's a girl. Little Michaela. <laughs> no, we've um. 
I think we're going to settle in on, we've settled in on Violet. Really? Yeah. I think. Jessica finally gave up. <laughs> I said, well, if you can find a better name than that, that's fine. <laughs> so. Sounds like a lot of discussion. Yeah, I mean, it's picking out a middle name at this point or, you know, or just finding something better. So, you know, I, I picked that name because it was a grandmother's name. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so. Is that unusual for that time period or? Well, her was Violetta. What's that mean? Violet in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> you big dummy. Um, Easy, Valenzuela. Where, what are you doing? We, going to your brother's house? Yeah, like usual. Usual? Yeah. Okay. Like usual. I got the turkey thawing in my car because I'm a day late. <laughs> <laughs> I was a day late. I did find a smaller one. I got 11 pound. Sometimes I can get down to 10. I can find a frozen 10. Um, but I didn't find that this year. So I'm at 11.04. Uh, I fry one, my brother bakes one, and then we split the side items. And, okay. And um, uh, Mandy might come over. Cool. Yeah. How's she doing? Good. Awesome. All right. Well, that does it for episode 20. Um, we got to start the wing competition. I know. I'm we free. need to work this I'm out. I'm free the whole should week. We split, should we split up? I want to know. We should do, go together. I want to do it together. Okay. As much of it as possible together. Yes, sir. Um, I'm free the rest of the week. Okay. If you want to do one of those days, go hit like maybe two, two places. Sure. Sometime Friday. Well, I'm off Thursday, Friday. The kids are here Friday. So Sunday would actually be better. Go watch football somewhere. Go watch, uh, maybe move around to a couple places on Sunday. Okay. Um, that's perfect. So, um, <clears throat> didn't get anybody to rate us on iTunes. None? Not just you me, begged me, pretty hard. Me, you, and Jessica. Well, you made me. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed your phone and, and did it. Um, I no, thought, you told me you were I like... I thought Drew did, but it didn't go through for whatever reason. But we do have three ratings on there. We are five stars on iTunes. Woo! Um, at we're going to be legends. At times it shows that our 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 episodes are being downloaded as more Podbean. prominent than the rest. Right. It's kind of hard to tell in, in iTunes, and I'd have to actually show well, you. I was intrigued by why you were asking I'm just, more than, I'm more just than what the results were. What's funny is we've gotten two likes in the last week on Facebook for our podcast right. from places that were a bit abnormal. One was Oregon. Uh, Billy Santana. No. It was just some girl. Oh, really? Both of them were girls. But thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you, ladies. Um, Mike is single. <laughs> And ready to make it. The bad DJ voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, if you could, Scott Patton. Oh, Scott Patton's not on iTunes. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's, that's why. why. He's the only he, Google. He emailed me, and or he sent me a message on Facebook. Sorry, man, I'm on Android. Can't do it. Yes. Uh, no big deal. Did, was uh, that enough of a Scott Patton shout-out? No, we mentioned him earlier, too. Sobriety? mentioned him earlier. Um... This makes him we have to go through all the way through the episode and get the Scott Patton shout out. We gotta do a beginning and end. <laughs> gotta get him everything. And he did post the other day that he didn't do a shirtless pick for us. Oh, thank that was God. great. Thank God. <laughs> I was laughing when I saw it. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. The um, headband, bandana stuff. <laughs> Knock yourself out, kid. Um, all right. So anybody listening out there, we'd love to get you to rate us on iTunes. It's simple. Go on your phone, go on your iPad, go on your MacBook, your 
Windows computer. Go to hey, iTunes. We'll let, we'll let you know Saturday where we're going to eat wings on Sunday. And if anyone wants to join oh, us. That's a good idea. And, and rate with us. We'd be happy to do it. It's a online sheet or a um, what do they call what do they call those? We'll post it on Facebook. Shared uh, Google Google, Google Docs shared Google Drive Google Drive shared. Um, so if you get a chance, we'd love to get rated on Facebook or iTunes so we can uh, figure out how we get more people to listen. Yes. Uh, tell your friends about us. It's the holidays. Maybe they want to listen. People to are going to be super bored. <laughs> hey, I can't come to the family party. I'm listening to the bar the Barber to Bebo podcast. I've got 20 episodes to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> Plus all the Tour de France coverage, um, you know. So you know where to find us on Facebook. Uh, Michael Barman, Michael Vandura, Barman and Bevo podcast on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Um, Barman, the letter N, Bevo pod. Uh, I'm Bevo eighty seven. Mike is at underscore Coach Barman. Um, tell us what you think. Tell your friends. Download our episodes. Um, they're all available on Podbean and iTunes. Uh, I didn't even look at uh, downloads this past week. I believe we have a website too. It's uh, www.barmanandbevo.podbean.com. Oh yes, yeah, it's Podbean it's Associated. The Podbean they web- host it website. for us. Yeah, so. they host it for us. All all the episodes are there. Um, have a great Thanksgiving from both of us. Um, oh, Please I guess do. another great thing I'm grateful for is this podcast. <laughs> it's giving me a chance exactly. to hang out with you a little bit more than I normally do. Yeah. Well, it's nice with you being so close. Yes. When you moved up here, I knew something was going to happen where we were going to get a chance to spend more time with me working at reality and you being living so close. Well, and it and works out nicely because it's, it's really convenient. We will go months if this pod, podcast yes. did not. Well, exist. just like my brother and I we live go five months miles apart, talking. and sometimes I see him more in Michigan and in <laughs> Florida. And other places, then I actually do get a chance to visit with my brother. So I do appreciate the time that I have with you. Um, it's been uh, super helpful for me. Did we come up with a sign-off? Was it you play to win the game? <laughs> Was that what we decided you, on? <laughs> you play to win the game. <laughs> you play to win the game. That's, um, oh, did you see Jim uh, Mora Jr. got fired from UCLA? Was he that bad? Yeah, they were four and five. Well, they want to get. And they had a so Florida wants Chip Kelly and UCLA wants Chip Kelly. I think so does um, probably Tennessee is going to make a run at him. I don't think Tennessee can get Chip Kelly. They so can't, they, but they're going to make a run at him. Well, whatever. Are they, how much are they going to offer him? They can offer him whatever they want. Yeah, but how much? They're crazy. I don't. They're going to offer Chip them Kelly's more than not, Nick Saban. Chip Kelly is not going to take the Tennessee job. I believe right. he will take the Florida job. Oh, he wants a Florida job. He wants an SEC job, but yes. he doesn't want Tennessee. No. No. He knows he can win at Florida right now with and the players that are on the field yes. currently. Yes. All right. So that does it for episode 20. Have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, don't get injured. Oh, it's in Herm. It. Herm Edwards? Yeah, yes. you played to win the game. I thought it was um, Green. Um, to win the game. It's like, it pra- it's like practice. Yes. It's like playoffs. It just never gets old. 
All right, so that does it. Uh, don't go out there and play in any family football games and blow out a knee or break an Ooh, arm. Oh, Jesus. You know, we don't, we don't need any listeners. Does anyone hurt. do turkey bowl anymore? I'm going to try and start one at Drew's house this year with Holden. Really? I'm going to teach him how to run a button hook. <laughs> I was, Drew's going to overthrow him. I was, throwing the, I was throwing the football with him the other day and hit him right in the nuts. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> it was awesome. How do you learn something? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So uh, don't get hurt. Enjoy your turkey day. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Uh, send us any comments, questions, concerns, Trump bashing <laughs> on any of our social media. Whatever it takes. And remember, you play to win, win the, the game. game. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way the only way they know how Let's go